Hey everyone, welcome back to Heart Sprained. Hey Nadine. Hi Mish. What's up? Oh, you know, just uh, just another day doing doing the things. Big things. Big things. How are how are you? What's up with you? What's going on? Oh my gosh. Well, actually, this episode is like perfect timing in my life, as Ooh. you know why. <laughs> This is not well, it's not as much about our usual relationships. It's about friendships today. Yes, Isn't because <laughs> you can't talk about breakups without talking about the friends who dump you all along the way. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's you know top of mind for me today because I constantly am talking about how awkward it is to make mom friends. And mm-hmm. my son is going into preschool and it's like peak mom friend meet up kind of situations and it's just so horrible and it's like all I've been talking about all day because he had his orientation and I, when I came home Mike wasn't with me and when I came home Mike was like how was it you know did you you know meet any moms and I was like um he's like did anybody talk to you and I was like oh yeah actually a mom talked to me today and he's like oh what, what did she say and I was like um oh she said excuse me <laughs> and she <laughs> laughed <laughs> like that that like really happened. Like I actually considered that like a conversation. No. Yeah. Why are moms so mean? I really don't know what happens to moms. Like when you have kids, you just like don't know how to act around other women. But I can't wait for all of my friends to have kids so I can stop trying to let's, forge these friendships. Well, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and like take it easy on that hope <laughs> for a second because yeah. let's just let's just hang out for yeah. a moment in time. It's fine, but that's wild. I mean, I mean, making friends as an adult in general is like the most awkward concept. It's kind of like you meet a stranger who you're like, you're weird in a way that yeah, <laughs> feel weird. So maybe this needs happening, and it's no, kind of like it. you don't know. It's like you don't you can't really like ask a friend out on a date. That's not how it goes. You know, it's that's just actually like, that actually happened with me and my friend Karen. <laughs> that's kind of how. Oh my god. Started. Yeah, we were like set up. We were like set up on a frozen yogurt date. Like I asked the girls, like these girls, to get frozen yogurt, and they were like, "Oh, Karen loves froyo," and I was like, "Oh my god, okay." Like she'll go with you, and I'm like, "Okay." And they like set us up, and like we went out and got frozen yogurt, and that was it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Years later, you're still friends. (laughs) Exactly. So it can happen. (laughs) But yeah, it's it can happen. It's super awkward, like when you first meet somebody, and then when you click, and you're like, "Oh, and you're it's you're right." It's just about being equally weird. Like that's all right. It's about like, you, yeah, you find that their weirdness very complementary to your weirdness, yeah, and you just decide to keep being weird together. Yeah. Like that's really all it is. Like I remember even like when I moved out to California a couple of years ago, and I had to like basically make all new friends. I mean, I had a couple, which was nice, but um, you you you're like meeting all these new people, and you're like. You're like, oh, I don't know. Like some of these just like don't really like want to invest my time in. But then you meet some people and you're like, wait, I have decided that I love this person. Oh my god! And it's, it's like a good feeling. It's just like a yeah, it's almost it's almost like a friend soulmate connection thing. So yeah, you just meet people and you're like, wow, you're weird and I'm weird and I think this can be the start of a very weird friendship that we both enjoy tremendously. And it's really hard. I never really thought about you moving out there like all on your own. Like, just hoping you meet people. Like, I'd probably not right. have friends still. I'd probably just stay home. <laughs> it's kind of a miracle that I have any friends. So, And I always remember thinking, this is actually a very sweet thing I'm about to say to you, that I think I just told you recently, that when I was in college, I remember thinking, like, would I really be friends with any of these people if it wasn't for the proximity? You know, just right. like, taking a look at your friends. And I remember thinking of you specifically and being like, I would be friends with Nadine if we lived on two different planets. Like, oh. I, that was just like, I knew in my soul, like, you are my girl. So, I'm glad oh that we've survived God. your move. And I think that's why. I think, I think that's why, too. I mean, it's funny, because, like, moving across the country, like, really puts your friendships in perspective. Yeah. And it, like, really forces you to, like, you have to be a lot more selective with, like, the energy and the effort that you put sure. in. Because... You have to, you don't have, like, it's not a convenience friendship anymore. Mm -hmm. It's, like, genuinely a friendship because you value the person and what they offer and what they bring to your life. And it's, like, 
So it really like forces you to think about like, okay, who are these people that like I genuinely feel close to and that I value and want to hold on to even across the country. And it's like, obviously it was not a question that you were one of those people. So it's like, not only are we still friends, but we're podcast co-hosts. It's true. (laughs) It's like, you have to find what I, I do feel for the people who don't like, to communicate over text or phone calls like right kind of screwed if their friends move um right <laughs> yeah I'm so right. glad that we have phone addictions <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm very grateful for Instagram yeah really we've really thrived um we have <laughs> you know but we were talking earlier and it was something that I was thinking about when we were planning this episode how we go into relationships having all these like non-negotiables Right. Mm -hmm. We know what our non-negotiables are, but you don't really go into friendships like that because there's not the boundaries and like the enter and exit points are not very clear. Right. Uh, And you, you know that the likelihood of a romantic relationship lasting forever is like kind of slim, especially when you're younger, Mm -hmm. but you know that, but you go into most friendships expecting them to last forever. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, they just, they don't, they don't a lot of the times. And I think we don't, nobody really talks about that because you assume that it's it's just a friend that like the loss isn't as heavy. But Mm -hmm. I think in a lot of times, like a friendship loss is way worse than a romantic breakup. And I think that you can have serious friendship baggage the same way you have relationship baggage. Like for a while I had serious friendship baggage, like most of my life, like my my best friend, hi Sana. I'm gonna shout you out again. Um, <laughs> she moved when we were nine. She moved to Norway, and I never met somebody like that. Like it was so hard for me to get close with someone, and I think that I struggled with that for most of my life. And you know, it was just like I, I really just like compared every friend to her, and she was like we were like sisters, and it was so mm. hard to have that connection and like compare that connection with everybody I met and I, and I think like deep down I maybe I was afraid everybody was going to leave in some way and yeah I think that I really struggled for like decades to like get close to people right yeah I mean it's hard because I, especially in formative years like that I mean the same abandonment issues apply yeah. right? it's like you put all this like energy and like trust in someone and then they like up and move halfway across the world like that's no but it wasn't her fault <laughs> I mean, I moved when I, no, but like I moved when I was 10. I moved to Egypt right, that's for right. a year. Oh my God, I think we both about had the that. same trauma, the same age. <laughs> I know. Maybe that's why we're friends. Oh my God. No, seriously. And it, and it makes you really, you know, compare people to your original friends. I'm sure you were comparing yeah. your Egyptian friends to your American friends. And, you know, it makes oh, everybody yeah. like, yeah, they're held up to that other person. So it's hard. Yeah. It is really uh, hard. And then it's and, and then it's weird because it's like sometimes you grow up with someone and that's like the flip side of it, right? It's like you don't ever have that out. So you almost feel like you're devoted to this person just because of the longevity of your friendship. But yeah. really, they're not somebody you'd be friends with now. Like high school friends that when you enter college Ugh. and you're just like, oh, God, like I can't do this yep. anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or even like childhood friends who like – you know, you grow up with and you talk to and, you know, you kind of always have each other there, but like, it's almost like the older you, like there's more like a sibling relationship at that point because you feel bound to them through some reason or through some tie or just Mm -hmm. sheer history. But it's like you, the more older you get, it's almost like you realize you don't really have anything in common with the person that's in front of you anymore. That's, that's sad, you know, it's, and so there's a lot of that stuff that I think we're going to get into today. And like, you know, talk about it because I do think it's something that we all go through like probably more than once in our lives. And mm-hmm. I don't, no one really talks about like the pain that that can cause and it's so true. You know, what you, what you're supposed to do when, when it's happening to you or, and on the flip side, how do you break up with a friend? Yes. If you do wake up, realize like, I don't want to be in this friendship anymore. It's not good for me. I feel used. I feel mm-hmm. emotionally drained. I feel like it's one-sided or whatever it is. Like, that's not a relationship you need to stay in. And it's not like people don't talk about like how to get out of that. So, it's so we'll, we'll kind of, yeah. We so will I think guide today you. We'll just focus on that. Yeah, we sure as fuck will. Yeah, we've been through this a lot. Like, I don't know what that says about us, but 
<laughs> it says that we're 30 because yeah. I think that's a thing that happens so much in your 20s, yeah. like especially early 20s. Like those first few years out of college, I think your friendship circle cuts them like down to like a third of what it was. I think you're and, right. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's just, again, one of those things where in college, like you are friends with so many people out of sheer proximity and mm-hmm. out of just like convenience and you're friends with all these people for, you know, oh, I meet them at parties or, you know, we're in the same sorority. So naturally, like we have friends or we took these classes together or mm-hmm. like all of these different like forced communal settings that bind you to people. And those things no longer apply when you're out of college. And so that's true. kind of, I think, when shit happens because it's like you don't have to put up with bullshit anymore. And at the same time, neither do they. So and it, and it's kind of the same when you like get married when you, especially when you have a baby you're just like I don't need to put up with like stupidity and like different types of friends that like you know we're not serving each other you know what I mean it doesn't have to be a selfish right. thing it's like the two way street like if you can't be the type of friend that somebody you know you, you're not the same type of friend anymore and you don't have the same time you know if you're going to raise do people go to raves? Am I just like aging myself? There? Uh, like, I, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure no, but like you're going to Burning Man. That's more 2019. <laughs> wow, that's like rich kid status. Like you went from like old, like former. I did. Like, I did. I went there. So like a like a rich entitled white millennial. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to like you know uh, EDM Man, festival, exactly Coachella, and then you get knocked up and you're like home. <laughs> uh like every single weekend you know obviously like your friendships are going to change with those people so yeah we are going to help you navigate that um yeah. so like some things that i wrote down and nadine please weigh in um reasons why most friendships break up because i think that's like a very important place to start sure yeah um I remember being in college and thinking like the root of all i heard this summer like oh the root of every single uh, girlfriend breakup is a guy, you know, and like now, yeah, a decade later, I know there are millions of reasons someone can hate you. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Girls are just hateful people. <laughs> yeah. And guys, listen, it happens yeah. to everybody. Um, <clears throat> so the first thing that we said, obviously drifting apart, you know, just becoming different people. Um, the second underlying tensions where there's like mm-hmm. a lot of passive aggressive comments, you could just feel that like the tension is like, just so palpable it's uncomfortable to be around the person um there's an actual friendship breakup like a conversation Mm -hmm. um there's a situation where one or both people get into a relationship and just kind of you know neglect the friendship Mm -hmm. Uh, life stage differences like you know having a baby or getting married or whatever and your friends are still like we just mentioned going to raves (laughs) Uh (laughs) well wait Okay, real quick side <laughs> note here, though. Okay, because this is one of my favorite stories about you and my, like, friendship. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, Michelle, you were giving birth <laughs> and having your son and becoming a mother for the first time while I was out partying in Vegas, like, simultaneously. That is so true. And I it, will it, never forget that. And it's it's literally, like, one <laughs> of those where, like, could we be in any more different life phases <laughs> than where we were in those moments? <laughs> Like in the it's exact so same I moment in time. <laughs> you, one of you texted me and you were like, would you be mad if we went to Vegas in the date in the weekend that you were going having Michael? And I was like, no, like, it doesn't really affect me. I can't go. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> and we were like, okay. I was like, have fun. Right. I was like, we're partying in Vegas, like living it up, like whatever. And you're literally entering this like beautiful new life phase with like your family. So and I really wish it was like a movie and you could see like the side by side. <laughs> In my head, that's how it plays. But <laughs> I but like I say that to say that like I do think certain friendships can withstand that kind of thing because it's like For okay, sure. Like like we're proof of that, right? And I think, you know, we yeah. live like yeah. we live across the country and you know, you're a mom and you know, you're sending your kid to preschool, whereas today I'm like, what DoorDash <laughs> order do I want for dinner? Like <laughs> <laughs> while I like decide if I like want to shower you know <laughs> that is so funny like that you know I kind of pride myself on like staying kind of the same person I think that's you really totally did to me to just, yeah like, 
have my same identity. Yes. Because look how hard it is for me to make mom friends. I'm telling you, these women, I can't imagine these women like just subtracted their kids and like they're the same people that they act like now. Like they're very just buttoned up. And I'm like, you were definitely in Vegas while your friend was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like let's all, let's all like not forget like slutty Susie's days, you know, like, yeah. Don't pretend like you've Don't got it all together can... now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. I'll be friends with them on Facebook. I'll find their sorority pictures. <laughs> you won't even need to be their friend. You'll just talk the shit out of them and find out. I know. But yeah, it's like. That's an amazing side note. Yeah. That is so perfect. I had to throw that in there um, because I don't buy that whole, that. like, sometimes different life. No, if anything, you use that as an excuse to drift apart from your friends. Um, but yeah, but anyway, continue with the reasons, um, moving away, which again, we're, we're proof that that doesn't mean to, these are all kind of excuses, I guess, um, over a guy or girl, you know, if you're fighting over the same person or, you know, it could be complicated. Like maybe your friend is dating someone you don't like. Mm. Um, and then the last one I thought of was just like straight up cutting out a toxic, gross person. Yes. Um, let's discuss yes (laughs) well okay so here's the thing and i think if like we did you know we were doing a little bit of searching and a little bit of researching before we hopped on this podcast and a lot of the stuff that's out there is about like this idea again that like friendships don't like the reasons michelle just listed i like i think they're very dramatic right like usually it's like Mm -hmm. some sort of thing or like claws and like yes of course there's passive aggression and all these like signs that like a friendship is no longer serving you but I do think that there's this like other approach or other mentality that you can have about friendships where it's you know your friendship served a purpose for a moment of time in your life and that's okay I mean there are certain friendships that you know, maybe you're, maybe you're recently single, right. And you're just fresh out of a relationship and you meet someone and you guys go out and you party and you, you know, have all these like hysterical wild, like memories or whatever. But like, once you sort of snap out of that, you realize that this person doesn't offer you much beyond that. And if you don't Mm -hmm. need those things anymore, then naturally there, it's not going to be a mutually beneficial friendship anymore. If there's nothing else that they or you can bring to the table. And yeah, that's okay. You know, like it's not, and I'm not saying you need to hate this person, but it's, right. it's easy to go from like seeing them every day or every other day and, you know, having this bond to, you know, just cordially being in touch on like birthdays or, you know, right. special occasions and that sort of thing. So, you know, that's, it's not the, it doesn't always have to be like a very dramatic ending. And that's just kind of like one side note, but um, as far as all the other shit yeah. that you just mentioned, I think we have probably had friend breakups between the two of us that touched each of those reasons. Yeah, no, for sure. As I was going through, I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but something, the one that really stands out the most to me is having a breakup conversation mm-hmm. because it is so cringeworthy when I think about it, but I'm pretty sure like I've had this conversation before. Um, and what end were you on? I broke up Mm. and I said, and I probably heard this somewhere. I just said, like, I cannot give you, I cannot offer you the friendship that you require right now. I Mm. just, and I think that that, like, I always fall back on that. Like, that's how I check myself. Like, can I give this person the friendship that they need right now? And it doesn't have to be this massive breakup. It's just like, you know, you could pull back. You can kind of slow fade and ghost. Well, don't ghost friends. Right. You, know, you can kind of just pull back from people. It doesn't always have to be this big thing. And if somebody pulls back from you, maybe, you know, there could be so many reasons. You don't have to be like, I don't know. She just got like really weird. Like we never talked again. Like it doesn't have to be like. That. Although like, I've had that breakup just, too. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, there are so many reasons. I just this week found out that like somebody blocked me on Facebook. <laughs> oh. Like, you know. How petty. Whatever. She didn't. I know. She denied it. Um, I don't really know. I mean, if Facebook can just like kind of just block you on its own, whatever. But, um, you know, there's got to be a reason. And I can think of a few things that, you know, could be stupid enough for her to not come to me and just say like, hey, like, you know, I wish like there was a conversation. So I think like at this age and like, you know, it's 2019. I think people are more open to like talking to each other now. And like talking to their therapist and finding ways to have these conversations rather than being immature 
and doing things like that, yeah. you know? And it's harder, I think. If I think the conversation is good. Yeah, and I think if you're, like, yeah. a non-confrontational person, sometimes that can be really difficult. Me. Well, yeah, well, yeah. And I think it can be really hard because you're, like, I'd rather just swallow it and deal with it than, like, have any kind mm-hmm. of, like, tension or, like, discourse or lack of harmony. But, you know, when you felt the way that you felt, like, you said something and you said, you know what, like, this is no longer – yeah want or need right now yeah yeah and that's and it was hard. so freeing it was the most freeing thing I think I've ever said at that time in my life wow um yeah just like it felt like respectful and just like I I it was like self-care like I put myself first and it was not disrespectful it was just like we couldn't be friends at that time yeah um and I get that and I I think that I mean, would you ever be comfortable saying that to anybody? Like, I wonder if it's just me being a weirdo. <laughs> no, I feel like I would say it. I, but I, unfortunately, though, it's like all the friendship breakups that I've gone through have been like pretty dramatic. For like, have a- you been mostly dumped or were you the dumper? Um, I think it's been a mix. Um, yeah, I guess it has. I yeah, think I think it's been weird. For you. I don't think it has been weird for me. No, yeah, some of them like <laughs> sometimes they're just like these like weird like instances that just like change the dynamics of our friendship completely, or and like kind mm-hmm. of just slow faded, you know? Or, yeah, right, right. Or, yeah, or it's been like a dramatic thing where it's just like one day we fought and like just didn't speak again, and like I don't yep. know, like it, it's it's weird how like a lot of that happens, but. Um, I don't know. Like, I, and it's so funny that the two sides of the story, right? Right. I'm sure you've heard like people's sides and you're like, wait, what? Right. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, that's how most of my friendships have, have ended. And like, afterward, they, I find out like their reason, you know, and it's yeah. like, wait, I had no clue that they were, they were mad about that. I was so mad about something else. And that's why I'm not talking to them. And I feel right. like that's probably the case with you. Well, I think at that point too, it's like, you kind of also make the decision inherently that the friendship's not worth salvaging like you you know it's a little bit passive aggressive to like stage left that way and just be like see ya (laughs) but like you're also kind of like I don't really give a shit to have like like if they're not demanding the conversation I'm not gonna go out of my way to have the conversation because it's not worth me fighting for like I I don't Mm. care enough and I'm okay like living without this person and I think for the stage of life that I was in, it was like early twenties. I got fresh out of school. It was just like, we, I think we both just felt like, you know what? Like, we're just not, we're not compatible friends anymore. Like we have different, we have different needs, different, you know, priorities, different views on things. And we just don't care enough to put the effort into or towards each other anymore. It's kind of sad. Like I always wonder, like, you know, if you see those people again, how it would be. I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of bury, I, I hold a grudge and then like, it's gone. If I see them again, the person is nice to me in any way. I'm just like, how are you? Right. You know, like I forget all the horrible things you've done to me. Right. Um, <laughs> right. I don't think you're like that though. No, I'm, I mean, I don't really like, I mean, I'm, here's the thing. Unless you give me a reason to like actively hate yeah. you. I, I don't, I'm not like a hateful person. Like I'm not, like, I'm right, not going right. to sit here and be mad. Like, I could see any of those people that I've had these falling right. outs with, and I could be fine with them. And I think it's important to sometimes kind of know, because I don't think that that's always going to be the case with a friendship breakup, right? Like, I think you can sometimes end a friendship, and it's really painful for one party, for one side. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. especially if you're not the person who wanted the friend end, I think it can be really difficult for you. And it's important to kind of, like, set your boundaries for your interactions with that person just like you would a romantic relationship so if you can say like okay I'm gonna unfollow this person because I don't want to see this person like hanging out with our mutual friends and like living their life and doing all these things and like it's painful for me to watch them like move on and look like they don't give a shit it's the same thing like you would unfollow or block your ex like this is an ex but it's your ex friend like it's so I think it's okay if that's kind of how you feel at the end of it I personally have never felt like that though. Like I've never been like, Oh, I can't even do like, I really don't give a shit. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But that's, you know, because it was like also over for me. Right. Right. I think, and I guess I never felt that way until like a few years ago, I had like a really, really tough falling out with someone. And like, I I used to be just like driving like a normal day and just like have a breakdown like years later, you know, and you know, that friendship 
thank God, you know, I was back on track, but it was harder than any romantic breakup. I've ever, then, you know, it was just so much harder. It was so different. It just lingered. There was no, yeah. like you said, like the boundaries, the boundaries are like that word goes, there's so many boundaries in like a friendship and a friendship breakup. Like if you were to see them again, or if you were, you know, following them, not following them, the end of a friendship. Like, how do you know if it's really over? Right. You know, it's not like they're going to start dating someone again. If they can have multiple friends. It's so di- it's not just like a one-on-one right. thing. It's like, there's so many blurry, fuzzy areas. Yeah. And it's like, this person was like your life co-pilot, you know? So it's like, especially if it's yeah. like a best friend breakup. I think that's usually when it's yes. the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's a best friend breakup, which like, I don't really know that I've ever experienced. I mean, like I've, you know, like, obviously, when you're growing up, you have, like, a best friend, and sometimes you just, like, grow up and drift mm-hmm. apart, and, you know, whatever, but I was, like, I've been best friends for pretty much the majority of my life at this point, and um, right. I think it's, like, I would imagine, like, you know, losing you or losing, like, any of my other, like, my other, like, Caitlin or something, like, that would right. suck, because it's, like, you guys are the people that, like, I run to with everything, and, like, right. exactly. like if I, if and I, I go through, through that, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you break up with someone, like, romantically, it's, like, these are the people you call. Like, these are the people you lean on and mm-hmm. they it's get so you through true. it. So it's, like, you break up with that person. Then who do you go to? Like, that's. Exactly. It's, it's almost and, you know, it's lonelier. Actually, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost more personal. Yeah. And hard to talk to your friends about other friends. It just feels like this weird. This, this, that's weird. Um, it's kind of awkward, like just in that sense, like you said, but then, you know, unlike a relationship where it's like two people, friendships are usually like circles, you know, there are other friends left in this weird position to take sides. And it's Mm -hmm. like, uh, this is like you and me, we didn't talk for like a year for like, we don't even know why we literally don't know why (laughs) we literally don't know. Like we never had like, there's no bad blood. No. And that's why we were able to, like, talk again. (laughs) Yeah, because there was no – and I never – I mean, like, I – and, you know, like, there were other things. Like, I moved in with Mike. Like, we just had, like – we had, like, a bunch of different things happening at once, a bunch of things from that list. And I think when it's, like, a true friendship and a true bond, you, like, pick up right where you left off. Right. And sometimes life phases happen where, like, you know, you're you're just naturally, like – a little busier or you have, you know, other priorities going on. So like you can't devote as much yeah. time to the friendship as you once did. And it could feel like a breakup, but really it's just like a shift. And it doesn't mean that right. like the relationship any less meaningful. It's just different. And that's can we talk about too. something. Can we talk about something like very, uh, I mean, probably controversial, but also like something that we talked about a lot recently. Yes. Um, <clears throat> like when your friend enters a relationship and especially during the honeymoon phase and right after the honeymoon phase, when it's like the serious phase, especially this age, like let your friend prioritize their relationship. Like don't jump to feel Mm -hmm. like insecure about it. It's so easy. I've been on both ends of this and it's so easy to feel like left out and like not prioritize. And like, we talk about this a lot. So yeah, like we've both been on both sides of this and I think you have such good insight. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's okay. So it's really easy to like, okay. If your best friend like gets into a relationship with someone, it's natural, right. That you will not like text as much all day, every day. Maybe like you once did, you're not going to talk on the phone every day or you're not going to see each other every day. And like, that's kind of like an evolution of it. Right. And it's, and the older, like when you're younger, it's always like, no man, chicks before dicks. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, yes. I'm never gonna let my boyfriend take over my girl. Like, no, fuck that. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. that's just not reality. You know, we're getting to the age where I want my friends to replace me with someone. You know, like I want them to find someone to share their phone with every day or see every day or whatever, because you know, like that's that's just where we're at. And it does and I'm secure enough in the strength of our friendships to know that even if they drift away a little bit and they're not giving me as much attention or, you know, we're not talking as much or seeing each other as much, I know it's not because our friendship is like disintegrating. It just means that they have to split their energy and time between me and someone else now. And that's fine. That's what I want. You know, like I want them to prioritize this other person. I want them to spend time now being on the other side of that. Now I think, that's kind of 
that's challenging for me. I think that's almost harder for me to deal with than being the friend who is watching their other friends like move on and be in relationships, but being the friend that's in the relationship and, you know, with the relationship that's getting serious and it's progressing and, you know, your lives are becoming much more like intertwined and much more like we instead of I. And there's, that's kind of hard because you kind of wake up one day and you're like, oh my gosh, like all of my free time is spent with this person what did I do before this person was in my life? Like, where are those activities and like those friends? Like, how did I like, Yeah, it's, it's weird. And you don't, and it's, if here's the thing, I think if it's a good and healthy relationship, it's so seamless. You don't even realize it's happening. Um, yep. And, but you really, you do wake up one day and you're like, holy shit. Like, do I have a separate life? Like, do I need a separate life? Like, yeah. and it, that's like a strange thing because you don't ever, you don't want to feel like you're the one, you know, like making like a difference, I guess, or like being different with your friends. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know. And I don't know that I have the answer for like how to navigate it when you're on this end of it. I don't know. But I think Michelle, you said something really smart before the whole, like you want to share your thoughts on this. Oh, what, what I say about it. Yeah. I, I, Mike says, I always say this. I'm sorry if I've said this a thousand times, but like it all comes out in the wash. Mm -hmm. Like, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like I think, you know, I like I said to Nadine earlier, like I think I've gone through this. I'm positive I've gone through it when I first started dating Mike. That first year, you get like really, you know, you're kind of building your life. You're learning to build your life with that person, especially somebody you're sure about that like you're going to end up with. And um, it, in the end, you just kind of you you find your way, like everything kind of falls into place and your friendships, they're, they're changed, but it would be almost like an an awkward fit to go back to what they used to be. Like I, we were saying, like, I can't picture us going like out the way we used to. Right. <laughs> um, and it's just like, we're older and like things change and it all, things happen. So little by little over the years that you don't even really realize that everyone has changed and it's not, you know, you, you're not the only one who's making these changes and you probably feel really self-conscious if you're the one in the relationship. And if your friends are, if your friends are calling you out on it, like hear them out. Yeah. Hear that maybe like they feel neglected. Of course, like prioritize your friendships, but you know, like if you're just kind of happily dipping your feet into this whole new life with a person, I think it's okay. And I think that like, we've all been through it. And being on either end can be really uncomfortable. And we will call you out, Nadine, if it ever happens to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I would expect the call out. I really, I would welcome it. Yeah. And it, it's just like weird because, and I do think that this is probably the most common reason for friendships to disintegrate, you know, whether I, do too. I think it's both between men yeah. and women. I think a lot of friendships end because one, totally. either the one person got so wrapped up that they actually did neglect their friendships or the surrounding friends, you know, didn't know how to support the friend that's in the relationship and they didn't know how to kind of be there or just not, or be there less, I guess, and not take Mm -hmm. it personally. Right. I mean, I think especially when you're younger, it can really feel like there's a betrayal on that happens. If like, like I I think I had one of my friendships and because of something like that and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I was in a relationship, I was in a serious one when I was younger. And, you know, there sometimes like, there was just like zero understanding of, you know, the idea that like, you know, there is this person in my life. And yeah, I know sometimes maybe you guys don't get along, but like, that's hard. It, and that, and that's really difficult. Or if, if you're dating someone that like you, your friends don't like, and you mention that, and Ugh. I have been through that too, like separately. And that sucks. And I, my friends have dated people that I don't like. And you know, usually we get through it. We actually, we have gotten through most of those. I mean, you guys all hated Adam when we dated. So. Yeah. We survived. We I want a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want a t-shirt too. I want to be president of that club. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's just interesting because it, it really does depend, I think, a lot on like how important is the friendship to you on both ends because you would have to talk about it. I mean, I remember when I was dating Adam and Caitlin, you know, our other best friend, she straight up told me, she was like, I don't like him. Like, I yeah, don't like hard. him. I think he's, and she didn't say it in a bitchy way. She actually handled it like extremely well. And she was just like, look, I just think you're, and I, and I knew her well enough and knew our friendship well enough at that point to know that it wasn't coming from like a place of jealousy or hate or anything. It was, yeah, it was genuinely totally. like, I don't like him. He's not good for you. Like, you're so much better. Like, 
do better yeah. kind of thing. And I was like, okay, I respect it. And I, and it really didn't like, like we were still friends through all of it, but I mean, he was also a sociopath and was trying to like destroy my friendships. Um, and mm-hmm. it didn't work, thankfully. Um, that's why you have to hear them out yeah. because they could be saving you from a toxic guy. Right. You know, you really have to trust your gut and know, know your friend, know the person you're dating and really decide like, who is at fault here? Yeah. Who is the bad person? Exactly. Here? And it's, and sometimes it's not that crystal clear and sometimes it is so black and white and there's all these complexities and whatever, but there are a lot of, there's a lot of merit to hearing people that you have been friends with for, you know, decades Um, And hearing them say, like, I don't like this person for you. And you hear them, you understand why. And, like, that's it. But that's not to say that there won't be friends who dislike whatever relationship you're in. And if that's the pattern, then get the fuck out. Because that person is a psycho and they're (laughs) jealous and they're never going to be happy for you. It's so true. And I I think we've both had friends like that. Yes. so how, like, how do you know if you should break up with a friend or should you try working on things? There's not really, like, friend therapy. There should be There friend should therapy, be. Huh? There fucking should a be. Friend. Yeah, right? Do we, is that what this podcast is? Friend therapy? Oh we should. Like, you should be able to, like, take a friend to therapist and just like you would couples therapy and be like, we love each other, right. but we're going through some issues. <laughs> and Am I doing Oh, my this? God. <laughs> I honestly think if you charge, like, 30 bucks, like, or whatever – for like a session, you could at least because the hardest part about friend breakups, I think, is starting the dialogue. Ugh, I want to just cry. It's so it's awkward. so yeah. awkward, and just to be like, listen, like here's how I feel right now. Here's how you're making mm-hmm. me feel. I don't know if it's like true or not, but this is like where I'm at with our friendship, and like I'm only bringing this up because I don't want to like hold on to it and have it be like this passive like resentment that's building until one day yeah. we fight over like. The fact that we are, we have the same purse and we're both like, I, no, you know seriously. what I mean? Like it could be yep. something so fucking dumb like that. And then you just never speak again. And like, it could have been saved, you know? Yep. I mean, I have a friendship like that from college that just completely blew up. Um, and we just never spoke again. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's, it wasn't about what it was right. about. Oh, as always, exactly. Like, you guys just needed to communication is bigger in friendships than maybe not bigger than in relationship relationships but you cannot have a friendship without communication you can't you have to be real and if you are good enough friends you should be able to have those hard conversations which i shouldn't talk because i'm the worst at this but i've learned this i really try hard no and you have to be on like because this person like like it or not like it is a relationship Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is a person who's, you know, unofficially vowed to kind of like love you for better or for worse. And like, same for you. So it's, if you're going to actually try to do that, like, it it really just does come down to the fact, like, is this friendship worth saving to me? But I think to your earlier question, it's like, okay, so what are some signs that like, maybe the friendship's not Mm -hmm. worth saving? Like, I think if someone's like super passive aggressive to you all the time, um, if they never want to celebrate you or like... If you feel like you have to downplay like your successes or anything good that's happening to you around them, I think that's a big problem. Um, I think if your mom doesn't like them, that's a big, Ugh. that's a big one. That if your mom doesn't like someone, just just delete, delete, yeah. delete, remove from your life. Your mom is not wrong. Your mom's mom's wrong. always right. Like that's <laughs> the older I get, the more I can openly admit that my mother is always right about everything yep. forever. It's insane. Yeah. But especially with friends and guys, they can sniff oh, that Oh, they out. fucking know when someone's good for you and mm-hmm. when they're not. And I think friendships yep. are 10 times harder to, like, to judge, especially when you're growing up, um, if they're good for you or not or if they're bad. And, like, that's just kind of sad to me, you know, that, like, you're just, like, you yeah, know, 12-year-old you, like, you don't know what you're signing up for. You don't have enough experience yet with, like, life and sociopaths and narcissists and to, to know yeah. all that like you just don't know so you end up stuck in these friendships that you feel like very devoted to like decades later when really they're draining you um so I think that's another big one um I would say like if you feel like the conversation's always about the other person and they, it's Ugh. never about you and I think that can be a bad sign of like this person just kind of keeps you around for validation of them and like they don't really give a shit about like being a friend for you um and that's just not really worth your time like if if, you'll I think you'll oftentimes find that like any path I mean I don't know maybe I don't know if you agree with this I feel like you don't but 
Um, like sometimes I think some of the patterns that you exhibit in your like relationships can sometimes also manifest in friendships and you may put up with shit that like you shouldn't put up with, or maybe you're selfish in your friendships and maybe the problem's Mm -hmm. you. Um, I feel like I'm so up. I feel like I am truly opposite my friendships. Yeah. You do always say that. I really do. I don't know if that's just me though. I'm really not sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm opposite in my, like, my friendships that are actually like uh, like good friendships my behavior is the opposite in those than it would be in my relationship but I feel like maybe like I feel like when I had when I've had like not so great friends and I've put up with it I feel like it's the same behavior that I used to exhibit in my also not healthy relationships which was put up with shit that like I shouldn't be putting up with and like devoting a lot of time and energy to someone that like I shouldn't be devoting to or like dealing with their selfishness dealing with their like whatever and just kind of chalking it up to like that's just who they are like yeah I guess that's true I don't know I don't know yeah I'm very passive with friendships and I'm pretty like straightforward in my relationships but I feel like um, but not with you guys I don't know I'm pretty straightforward I was gonna say but guys. maybe it really does go down to like the health status of your like, or like the, so the how strong however like maybe it's less about really like friendship relationship and more about like how comfortable you are with the person yeah and maybe like there's only one way to there's only one way to find out Nadine yeah. and that's friend therapy <laughs> <laughs> take your friend today <laughs> Just for twenty nine ninety nine, you can have the awkward conversation <laughs> facilitated for you. <laughs> this, this is amazing, guys. We're, we're, we're gonna, gonna do, do this, it. So. Stay anyway. tuned. Um, um, but yeah, I think those are like, all, like if if you feel like there's any friend in your life that exhibits any of this, like, I, and here's the thing: you don't have to necessarily be like, okay, like I'm done with you, and like have some dramatic thing. But I do think yeah. that you have to like level set and like put into the friendship what you get out of it. And if you realize you're putting in like a hundred percent and getting back like 10, maybe you just try to even out that equation a little bit and just pull back Mm -hmm. and like readjust your expectations. Because a lot of times it's like, not just the friend. It's like, you also have to think about the friend circle and the group Right. and you don't want to like blow up the fucking group or make people take sides. Like you just want to make sure that you're not expected to sacrifice so much of your energy and yourself for someone who, you know, wouldn't do it for you. It's so true. It really is. I think one-sidedness is probably another. Did I put that down? Like another reason why friendships end. Yeah. It's like it either becomes like all about one person um, or the other person is just completely neglected in another way. I don't know. Yeah. And you, you have that. friends that like, I think we all have friends that you're just like, okay, every time I talk to them, it's like all about them. I can't. Oh, I hate it so they're much. Draining. Really it. They're draining. They're mm-hmm. draining. And for, and okay. And let's talk about this for a second. Do you feel like you attract a specific type of friend? Oh, my God. I hate that you're asking me this. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. Like, sometimes I attract, like, emotional vampires. Oh, or energy vampires. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I attract horrible people sometimes. Yeah, you do. I hate a lot of your friends. I do. You hate my I friends. I do. I hate so many of your fucking friends. Like, like such assholes. And you don't even really know them. It's like, I, I don't even tell you, like, bad stories. I'm just, like, very neutrally telling you, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. Back up. Hold I'm like, on. what did this person say to you? What did this person do to yeah. you? Like, fuck that person. Yeah. I don't pick up. I don't know what it is. We're just talking about this. Like, I have no idea why I'm such a magnet for terrible people. Yeah. It says a lot about me. <laughs> But do you think you do? I do. I think I... Really? I what's your type? My, what's my toxic friend type? It's like a BuzzFeed quiz. It is. I think. <laughs> what fried food? Right. I'm like mac and cheese your balls. Toxic friend type. <laughs> we can predict your toxic friendships based on the Cheesecake Factory appetizer you select. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I've taken that quiz. Wow. <laughs> Um, I think for me, I attract like very, I think I attract emotional narcissists. (gasps) Yeah. Like I think people feel, cause I'm very much like, like, I mean, I I can talk all day. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I'll do that and I'll open up and share whatever, but I'm I'm very much also like a listener. And I think people can sense that, like that I don't need to talk about me. Um, I can, and yes. I will if oh you my ask. God. 
but I'm gonna leave. <laughs> this is we are the same person. Yes, yes. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like. Well, I think that's why you and I are such good friends because, like, we're both those people. Like, we are that level of investment for each other. You know what I mean? Like, we think about, like, we want to hear what you have to say. And also, we feel heard by each other, which I think in a lot of other friendships, like, that's not necessarily the case. Like, one person is heard more than the other. It's so funny because, like, you will, like, just casually forget to tell us, like, major things (laughs) that happen in your life. And, like, sometimes it does make me sad because I'm like, she should tell <laughs> I know and I don't but mean so to true. like I really don't mean to like you're just used to I, I'm, yeah. I don't mean to not share things I really don't like <laughs> I just sometimes I'm like I, I not that I don't think things are a big deal like I guess I do I just it's never my instinct to like immediately run yeah. and talk about or share something like I'm not an open sharer I guess yeah like right off the bat but you know there's nothing like asking somebody questions about like, I think that's also how you and I connect. Right. Like, we genuinely care about people right. and we want to know about them. And, like, that's just how we connect. Mm-hmm. And I think people love to talk about themselves and, and you kind of, they get, you get swept yeah. up in it. Um, I did have a, a therapy session once a couple of years ago. I was really feeling the weight mm. of that, Nadine, that what you just mentioned. And I didn't really know that you ever felt that mm-hmm. until right now. Um, and my therapist, like, challenged me, gave me, like, a little homework assignment to like talk more about myself Ooh. with like certain friends that you don't like that I know that I hate them so right much now. Um, and like who I really did like on some level but it was just really difficult because I felt like they never cared about my right. life and they don't and I felt so pathetic they yeah don't. they probably don't and it was like challenging me like tell them more like maybe there's another side of it maybe they feel a wall up from you hmm. like maybe you're not sharing and they don't feel like, that's how you connect. And it really made me take a look at it. But then, you know, I, I would get so anxious about it. And I would, like, share something and, like, wait for a response. And usually they kind of glossed over right. it because they're jerks. Because they don't <laughs> care. And that's the problem. It's yeah. like people love to talk. And it's like, I think you and me are similar in that way where, like, if you don't ask, like, we're not always going to readily share. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's it's hard because, like, it's not natural for people to just be like, by the way, like, like what's going on in your relationship? Like, it's not like a natural thing, but like, I've I've never been someone who's been actively good at like, like just, yeah. I like, I'll, I will literally, once you ask the question, the door's open. I will, it's like a waterfall. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It's like, Oh my God, someone asked me about my thing. Great. This may never happen again. It's so sad. But think about the flip side. Like, think about, like, that friendship. Like, I've had so many resentments build up with people Mm -hmm. like that. But I'm not doing, like, what my therapist said. Like, well, maybe they're just, like, you have to carry your weight. You have to take responsibility for your end of friendship. Right. Even if it looks like there's clearly one, like, selfish, narcissistic person. Like, are you enabling them? Exactly. Like, are you always readily available? And, like, maybe they feel like they have to talk about themselves just to have something to talk about with you because you don't share anything. Like, you know yeah I think I'm that friend a lot of the times too like I've had so many people be like how did you not tell me this like how am I just hearing about this like you know and and that's true like I'm not like openly like a like okay this is what's going on person and I don't know why but I think sometimes like but I do think that like just as much as it could be draining to be the person that like everyone's talking to you about themselves I think it can be equally frustrating to feel like you're not being included in someone's life, like when things do happen. Yeah. So no, you know, what you know, right. like it's fresh. Yeah. That's and that's, and that's <laughs> yeah. like, we could be those friends. Like people could be like, well, Michelle and Nadine never tell me anything. So like, I always have to find out from someone else oh or I always have to like ask or like, and I think that can be really like draining for some other people. So that's like an interesting way to look at it too, that that's another reason why I think some friendships like dissipate because they're tired of trying to get you to open up. All this and more. In <laughs> Again, for the low price of $29.99. Like, honestly, this is mind blowing. Like uh, we're learning. Right. Go, it's it's crazy. Ahead. So they don't always have to be dramatic endings, but like, I think the point of all this is to say, like, your friendships require just as much communication and effort to, like, sustain them as a relationship does. And if 
if you don't have those conversations and if they do end, like it's okay to grieve them and it's okay to be upset about them. And it's okay to like treat it like a breakup because it is. It is. And it hurts sometimes worse. So it's okay to mourn it in the same way. Buy the ice cream, watch the right. sad movies. I like. Oh, I would watch like. Oh, Wars. I fucking love so that cheesy. movie. I love that movie, and it just would make me think about like my friendship, and it would just be like, ah, oh, but they fixed right, the right. You know, like there aren't enough movies there, about it's that. It's so funny because every article I read starts with the same fr- sentence. It was like, there's no sappy yeah. love songs or movies about yeah. friendship breakups, and that's why it's not talked about. Is because like it's yep. so easy to channel the emotions that you have for. Um, for like relationships and having and like putting that into a song or dance or whatever the fuck but like you know friendships like who no one like I've never heard a country song be like my friend don't me like I've never heard that but like but like maybe <laughs> we should and maybe I should be signed after that beautiful audition of mine <laughs> I'm so glad we have that recorded uh, <laughs> um, no but it's so true it's so true and I think that you know, if you feel a sense of dread whenever you see your friend's name pop up on your phone yes. or, like, the thought of – you find yourself, like, avoiding them, like, check in with yourself and maybe, like, find out, like, why and just talk to the person. And, and there has to be a way that you can communicate how you're right. feeling. And I think that, like, it's just a matter of respect. And I look back and I, I used to be, like, just, like, scissors in both hands, like, cut. Right, right, right. Left right. Right. Done. <laughs> goodbye don't like you anymore I just like I and it was really because I was so non-confrontational but it was actually came off as really nasty um and that's really not I don't look back very fondly I'm not proud of any of that you know it's not nice it's not a good way to live so you're not gonna feel good even toxic people just tell them like listen like I don't want to be your friend anymore because you drain me and you're a fucking asshole yeah yep and that's your right so (laughs) fuck that (laughs) Maybe not that, but so, so like, yeah, I mean, do we have any other tips on like how to actually break up with a friend? Like, do you, um, I mean, I think the, the best one is, I mean, I think there's so many different like ways to do it depending on like the friendship itself. It's like one, you can have the formal conversation and say what you said. I think it's brilliant. Like I can't be the friend that you need me to be right now. Um, I, I'm just, I have to, you know, channel my energy somewhere else or whatever. I think that's one really good way. It puts it on you. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I think the other thing is like, you can readjust the expectations of the friendship and like readjust your parameters. And that will naturally like your, your, your friend on the other end of it will either like adapt to the new dynamic and it won't be as draining for you. And you didn't have to cut them out or they won't adapt and it'll just naturally like decline as a friendship like they'll just stop coming around stop calling stop doing whatever and then Mm -hmm. either way like that's okay um so I think that's fine and that's not usually that's not a conversation you have to have like you can just say like okay I'm not gonna do these things for this person anymore because it drains me and I don't get anything out of it and I don't get anything back yes um and I think that's fair and you just readjust so the next time they call you and they're like oh my god like can you come pick me up like I'm so drunk and you're like I'm not doing this for Ugh. this person anymore. And you say, you know what? No, I'm busy. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're being yes. used in any way. Yeah, yeah. Then it's okay to just like put your foot down and say no and like readjust, recalibrate. And the person either adapts or they don't. Um, so I think that's one. And, and then, I, yeah, what about you? No, I was going to say like, you know, for me, it's so hard to have conversations, even in a text. Like I sent like a scary text the other day <laughs> to someone like just telling them, like, you know, I was speaking up about something and instantly I just like, I was so aware of my body because my hands were instantly sweaty, like sweaty palms. Like I sent the text and it was just like, like instant, like a light switch. I was like, wow, that was like, you're, you really can feel like the tension in your body. Just like take a breather and say to yourself, and this is what I did. I, this is corny, but I was just like, okay, what's the worst? Thing right. Like big fucking deal. Especially in a, as an adult, like what, I've had girls in high school, like make fun of everything about me if we get in a fight. And it's like, uh, it's nothing I haven't heard in my 30s. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, in my 30s. You know, like, I don't think adults are going to, like, make fun of you. And I if think they do, that... you don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, exactly. And you shouldn't at any age. Um, but, you know, I think that you just have to ask yourself, like, well, what's the worst that's going to happen? And that, I think that when you're non-confrontational or just having an uncomfort- uncomfortable conversation, you know, anxiety plays a big part. And anxiety is just, like, a lot of asking yourself yeah. that. And if you're, if you tell someone how you feel and you're vulnerable, what's the worst that's going to happen? 
either way, you if you're having this conversation that you want to break up with someone, well, you're breaking up with them, and that's right. the point. Exactly. You know? Yeah. No, and and that's that's really it. I'm the point is like don't stay in any kind of relationship, whether that's a friendship or a romantic relationship that is not serving you and not yeah. in your best interest. One that is no longer like good for you. If you feel like you're being used or taken advantage, just unhappy. Um, the friendship should add to your Yes. Life. <laughs> they should feel like there's a That's mutual it. value gain there, you know, and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be anything major, but it, it should feel like there's a genuine like respect and appreciation and, just something. And if you're not getting any of that, it is more than okay to like piece the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be sad about it. Yeah. And write a song about so, it. Yeah. Where's Taylor Swift on that <laughs> one? Like, I feel like she should have I a lot feel to like say. She ha- I feel like we're forgetting one. Like there has to be one, but even if there's one, that's not enough. I can think of a thousand like heartbreak. Right. Songs. I mean, she has that one where she's like, love you like a best friend. That one. Oh I wonder God. if that's—I don't know the rest of the lyrics, so I don't even think that's a Taylor Swift oh, song. All right, but... neat, good. <laughs> okay, well, fuck her. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> Maybe it's not a Taylor Swift song yet. <laughs> the best was that uh, before we started recording, Nadine's uh, audio was very <laughs> strange and it was cutting out. I was like, "You sound like T Pain," and like everything she said sounded like auto tune. <laughs> she was really leaning into that this um, is like this is it was I, I feel like a, a star has been born on this podcast tonight so coming soon to a arena near you watch out yeah god help everybody um but yeah i think that's you know pretty much everything we have i mean we could we could do a friendship breakup breakdown oh yeah go uh, for it oh my god I almost oh my god all right well I'll, I'll i'll keep it brief but um all right so i'm on deck this week with this one And basically, um, you know, in my early 20s, I was in a relationship with someone and we were together for, you know, five plus years. And um, there was there were times like in the relationship, like I think most young relationships where you're like kind of on again, off again. And your friends always have something to say about it, especially at that age. Right. (laughs) Um, Yes. And my you know, when we had gotten back together for like, well, I don't know, the third time, maybe second time, whatever it was. Um, we, you know, there were certain things that he wasn't like super comfortable with me doing or people he was comfortable of me being friends with, um, for whatever reason. And I had decided whether that's right or wrong, that I was going to honor that. And, um, so we were at a friend's birthday party and, uh, the friend wanted to try to rekindle my friendship with someone that my boyfriend at the time did not want me to be friends with for whatever reason. And, you know, we, yeah, I decided, you know, let's like, let's have the conversation. Like we can be cordial. It doesn't have to be like a formal friendship like it used to be, but like we can talk about it. And while we were having that conversation, like my boyfriend at the time was hovering and like, you know, the friend who was trying to create the reconciliation got in the middle of that and was trying to keep him away and trying to give me and the other friends a moment to talk. And it just, it escalated and, you know, everybody had been drinking and, you know, at this party and whatever. And, um, the, the girl who was trying to kind of make everything happen and everybody be friends, like she ended up getting, she was kind of pushy, you know, physically pushy with my boyfriend at the time. And then he, you know, got a little pushy back, which is not good. And, um, basically he got thrown out of the bar because, she kept saying like he was threatening to throw her down the stairs and like all this stuff, which I mean, in hindsight, it's like a, he said, she said thing. And there's no real way to like confirm what was said and what wasn't. Um, He ended up getting thrown out of the bar, but the actual, the bouncer actually came up to me and told me like, listen, just so you know, like your guy didn't do anything wrong. Like she was the aggressive one. Um, Regardless, I was very upset and I wanted to make sure that my friendship with this girl was okay. So I told her, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I I apologize. I was like, I'm sorry I ruined your birthday. Like, I didn't want any of this to happen. Like, I'm really mad at him. But like, you know, I I, and I just want to make sure like you and I are good. Like, what can I do? What can I say? We ended up like, you know, she was like, listen, like, it's not really your fault. You didn't do anything. Um, We went out. We had dinner. We talked about it. Everything was fine. Right. Um, and then it was fine because she thought I was still in a fight with my boyfriend about it. And then 
So a couple of days later or a week later, whatever it is, like, you know, I, my, everything's smoothed over with, in my relationship at the time. And he, he and I go out to dinner with like his sister and her friends or whatever it was. And so pictures go up on Facebook about it. And all of a sudden this friend that, you know, I was trying to like reconcile everything with becomes distant. And I'm like, is everything okay? Like you've been acting kind of weird, even though like we've reconciled and like, we've been fine. Like what's up? And then that's when she goes into the whole, like, well, I guess everything's been smoothed over with you and your boyfriend. And, like, you don't really give a shit that he ruined my birthday party and, like, blah, blah, blah. So it was one of those things where I was like, well, I mean, what, did you expect me to, like, break up with him over it? Like, did you expect me to stay mad at him forever? Like, are you – I thought this was a you-me thing. Like, why are you upset about, like, where I netted out in my relationship? Like, you and I – you said we were cool. Like, so we were only cool because you thought – the friend, the relationship was over. Like that doesn't really make sense. Um, and you know, I, I understood, I guess like some of the frustration, but it didn't always really make sense because she had already decided like I was innocent and like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. She forgave right. you because I didn't yeah. really do anything in the end. And like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. There was no right. You, right. So there, but I still like fell on my sword because it was my, you know, and I tried to be like, listen, like this is what happened. Like the bouncer was told me that you were the one that like, created the issue and like I didn't choose to get mad at you and so it's like if I'm forgiving yeah, him yeah. I'm also forgiving you because I don't really know what happened so I don't know it's very he said and then she turned it into a whole like you're choosing him over me thing um and uh. then basically just decided that like you know she just didn't want to and I had said I was like can we go out and talk about this can we just figure this out or are we just like not going to be friends anymore and she kept dodging like my efforts in my attempts to talk about it until eventually I was just like I'm done trying and so we never spoke again wow yeah that's all you can that's do all you can do like that's a really that's a really tough situation when like someone's mad at like the person you're dating and like they're not directly mad at you you didn't do anything but you feel like you have to be forgiven right I mean and, and, it, and again you're like at that age where it's still very much like friends before everything you know so it's like yeah I remember like making it a point to be mad at him and not her which mm-hmm. I mean at the I don't know if that's right or I, you know it's 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 so great yeah. um and you know whatever like we got past it like we just we did because it's not something that you break up over you know Right. And oh my God, that, that, and she yeah. just couldn't like wrap her head around the fact that like we didn't break up over it. And she just assumed that that meant I was a shitty and unloyal friend. And then she didn't want to talk about it right. or like get past it with me. And ultimately, in the end, it just meant that she didn't think a friendship with me was worth sacrificing whatever moral system she had in her head about it. Um, well, and I mean, like, it's so cliche, but it is so her loss. It's ugh, ridiculous. Well, yeah. I don't, I mean, it's funny because she'll still watch my Instagram stories and she doesn't follow me. So, uh, clearly somebody's still checking in. Just yeah. That. I don't give a shit. Whatever. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. She that still checks amazing. in from yeah. time to time. And like, that's cool. I wouldn't be surprised if she listens to this podcast, but, uh, but yeah, so <laughs> that's that's where that ended up and it was tough I mean I was I was upset about that you know I felt like we we were really good friends for a long time and for it to just like disintegrate like that when I was trying to salvage it but then ultimately just be shut out you know it just at that point you just kind of have to throw your hands up in the air and be like all right well fuck it sometimes you do all that you can and if it's not enough for someone it's it's again it kind of goes back to like okay then I can't give this person the friendship they require like I'm not going to chase you or beg you to be my friend like it was very yeah, much three attempts don't... and I was done. Yep. No. And don't ever beg someone no. to be your friend. Ever. No. Because you shouldn't, like, you have so much to offer as a friend yeah. that, like, you shouldn't have to, like, you're not begging for some charity. Like, you don't need that shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. So that was, it was just interesting. It's like, yeah, you can make the effort. You can try to put yourself out there. And if it's just not, if it's not, you know, floating their boat and they don't want no part of it, then fuck it. You yep. don't need it. You're better than that. So that was it. Amen. Yeah. So, well, you're so much better off. Oh, oh I, know. I don't. I have like, I, I like have zero regrets. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Now that sometimes friendships like that, it's kind of like a toxic person and someone who doesn't. It kind of hits all those things you said before, like doesn't celebrate right. your, your successes or your relationship. Mm-hmm. Like it's in a way that's toxic. Yeah. I mean, there was always like a weird thing there with relationships in general and her like 
just mm-hmm. a lot of like jealousy and like toxic feelings totally. towards stuff like that. So I, in hindsight, I'm like nowhere near surprised that that's how it yeah, netted out. Like, right. But just yeah. disappointing nonetheless. So anyway, I grieved it, moved on. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good breakup. Breakdown. Well, good. I'm glad I, it, hits, it hits a lot of marks. Sure does. <laughs> so that was fun. So, um, by the way, um, I wanted to just really quick before I forget, before we wrap up, um, I wanted to thank everybody for reaching out to me about uh, the episode from last week. That was really heavy. Yes. I hope this one has lightened things up, kind of evened us out again. Um, that was really yes. hard, but yeah. I really thank everybody for the support. So amazing. Um, but I also spoke to my sister, Nadine. I didn't no. tell you this. Um, she was like, I have an addendum to what you said uh, because I did mention her and we were talking about the mutual abuse and she was like, I just want to clarify, like when, when I asked her about it, uh, she, you know, she, she works with prisoners. <laughs> so she wanted me to, to clarify that like, that's the lens that she kind of, in, you know, her, her first reaction is like seeing through that. And she's like, you know, I, I was really saying that, you know, it, when I asked her, is it possible um, that mutual, uh, is mutual abuse possible, you know, and what she sees are, you know, like, let's say like people who are in prison and they have, you know, borderline personality disorder. Um, and you know, like they have a lot more background and like, there's a lot more to Mm -hmm. the situation. So yes, it's possible. Like, and she's seen it is basically what she was saying. But like, typically I think that it's, I I hope I'm now explaining it right. Right. You know, typically it is like, there's, it's mostly like the other person maybe just defending themselves. Um, but she did want me to clarify that. Um, well, sounds like Leah needs to come on the podcast. <laughs> Get on here. Come on, Leah. Her, so maybe. Well, yeah, we need to have her. I think that would be really Oh, my fun. gosh. Well, if people, if people, think, like no if people think you and I have similar voices. <laughs> I know. She really sounds like the, like the two of us I know. combined. That's actually really Yeah, fun. no one's going to be able to know who's saying what and when. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So that'll be fun. That's really fun. Um, we'll have you auto Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, I'll sing the whole time. <laughs> So, yeah, so that that was just, I think that's it that we had to add. Love um, it. Well, yeah, that's, but that was a, that's yeah. our episode, guys. So, you know, as, as Michelle said, I hope it was a little lighter um, and, you know, everything. Yeah. So feel free to reach out if you have a friendship story that you want to share, you want to talk about, you want us to talk about. Just feel free to slide in the DMs on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff at HeartSprained. Um, as always, please rate and review us if you enjoy listening to us babble every week. Um, and until next Sunday, my friends. Well, I guess Saturday, technically, we put them up. But um, but yeah, until next week, we will see you all on the gram. Bye, everyone. <laughs>